Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, joined by Donna Lee, and our special guest today in studio is Ray Solano. Thanks for joining us, Ray. Thank you for being here. So, Ray, um, one of the topics of health that I'm really interested in is inflammation. So, um, uh, it has been a common cause or culprit for a number of different conditions. Uh, early on, it was recognized that there was infl- inflammation that played a role in cardiovascular disease to cause heart attacks and atherosclerosis. Inflammation plays a role when it comes to uh, cancer progression and development. So this concept of inflammation, which I think also plays a big role in rashes, in terms of uh, arthritis, so many things are inflammatory-based. And I'm not sure that we have great tests to look for inflammation or advice to give on how to, people how to reduce inflammation. And if you kind of think about the body being angry, you know, in a way, as, as what inflammation is, there's so many things that can make us angry, whether it be psychological or environmental stresses. Uh, and so I just wanted to hear your thoughts on inflammation, and then I thought maybe we could talk about how we both go through uh, that conversation with patients in, in terms of techniques to reduce sure. inflammation and medicines. Well, I think it's uh, people realize that even Alzheimer's is an is inflammatory That's condition right. and cancer as well. And there are some, near, some simple markers you can get on a simple blood test that are clues that inflammation is going on. And I think the biggest one is blood sugar levels. There's a test called a hemoglobin A1C. It's an average blood sugar level over a period of time. And that's a good marker for people to, re- to, to look at. Uh, C-reactive protein is another marker. There are some simple ones on a, blood, on a blood test. But inflammation, there are so many foods and so many things that you take uh, make you inflamed. And people may, may not realize if it's man-made food, you know, if man makes the food, it's inflammatory. Uh, if there's, that's why a lot of grains become inflammatory. In some patients, it, that's right. In many patients, you know, as, as well. But if the body's blood sugar levels are high, that's a good, it's a good marker. And if they're, and they, if they're consuming sugar, you know, we, I call the Super Bowl of sugar is coming up. It's coming know? up. That's it's right. coming up. I mean, it starts on the 26th of October and it doesn't end until after the Super Bowl. And it just, it's just, I mean, it, it goes on for that period of time. And you could probably track the blood sugar levels over the next three months. But this is the biggest inflammatory time of uh, year that's that right. we do, but also what people need to ingest. So I think they, if they look at their alcohol and their, and their sugar consumption and realize that, you know, this is probably not a very healthy thing to do for your body. There's so much to parse in that. So the first thing that I would add is that Blood sugar levels, which we commonly associate with diabetes. So that's, you know, a dysregulation of your blood sugar regulation is what what that is. But just just even if you're not a diabetic, having abnormal blood sugar levels for a prolonged period of time is not good for you. Triglycerides? It it causes your cholesterol metabolism not to work well. It reduces your wound healing. It lowers your testosterone. So maintaining a regular irregularity to your diet and not having these real kind of crazy sugar ingestion types the times of the year, I think is really important for your overall health. 
You mentioned food and how we can be um, inflamed by food. We do a lot of food allergy testing because there's not one set of foods that's going to be inflammatory-inducing to all patients. It's an individual thing, right? Well, that's right. And uh, you'll find that uh, uh, certain people can tolerate foods and the high, high sugar uh, uh, diet. You know, we, we did a uh, show that uh, Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett's diet. Have you ever, you ever heard of Warren? We did a whole show on it. He <laughs> all, consumes. All money. He, oh, no. All money. <laughs> he actually money. consumes a, a diet like a six-year-old. He's got, <laughs> he's got, he's, he does two liters of cherry Coke a day. Oh, no. He no. has, uh, he eats fast food almost all the time, and he finishes many meals with a Dairy Queen. But it's he owns Dairy Queen. He I owns think, Dairy yeah, Queen. So all the food but, companies yeah. he owns. But it, it, and you understand? I've well, seen him. I don't know if he's eighty-five want to be years like him. old. How he's able to make it? And some a reporter did his diet for a week, and he couldn't make it out of the chair in seven days. So we <laughs> say, how in the world can somebody do that? Wow. And, and like you said, some people their their genetics or can tolerate tremendous insults, and others um, uh, they cannot. Uh, they become very inflamed. So it's really important for you to realize that some of these markers are the first step toward stopping uh, chronic diseases. And I think that's the, the number one thing we need to do is stop those chronic diseases. Sure. And I think people also associate allergies with hives or some right. type of obvious reaction. But there's a lot of stages before you get hives when you're allergic to something. That's right. There's just this generalized inflammatory response. And it changes with age. So, you know, it, seem, it would seem weird to someone to, be, to develop a severe peanut allergy at the age of 70, for example. Mm-hmm. But, but we often see people get grain or gluten allergies later in life. We see people that are exposed to things maybe like the binders and medications that they're taking. They become allergic to them. So getting an inflammatory marker panel, looking at your C-reactive protein, looking at your sugar levels or your hemoglobin A1C, these are all going to be tests that we would add, even though we're looking for kidney stones or, 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 or cancer. These are tests that we, we normally add to your panel. And uh, there are things that you actually have direct control over. You right. have a lot of control over the inflammation in your body, which as we mentioned before, we think or many practitioners feel is the first step in a lot of different chronic disease processes. And many prostate problems come from those inflammatory conditions, right? That's right. So when you get an inflamed prostate, this is not that you need more medication. There are some some steps you need to take right now because the manifestation of a chronic prostate problem gives you a higher risk for prostate cancer later. So I think uh, that's, that's when you get your PSA levels checked and if it's high, then there's some, maybe some lifestyle changes you need to be able to make. Would you agree? I agree completely. I think that understanding how what we do and what we eat can affect our health. Because, you know, <clears throat> I think it's such, a, it's such a shame that the first time that a lot of people start taking their health seriously is when I first tell them that they have cancer. Mm-hmm. Or, or when their cardiologists tell them that they've had a heart attack. Now they care about what they've eaten because now it may be too late. And so those patients are easy to, easy to motivate to lose weight. I'll tell them they have to lose 20 pounds before I can operate on them. But it would be so much nicer for them to 
see a physician or get advice on preventative care and maybe never get that bad news. And that would be kind of a, a dream for me. You know, there's, uh, we just went to a conference on mitochondrial function up in Dallas. You know, those, those are the little powerhouse cells in your body that, That's right. that, that give you all the energy for all of your tissues. And, you know, one of the things we found out that is the simplest thing is fasting. I'm not talking about not eating for 30 or 40 days, but intermittent fasting, going without food for, God forbid, 14 <laughs> hours. Mm-hmm. Once, once every couple weeks, or maybe sometimes that you can do uh, twice a week. So what are we talking about? Stop eating at 6 o'clock and maybe not eat until 11 o'clock the next day. That's not the end of the world. Uh, but the intermittent fasting has found to be more effective in resetting many of these markers and to be able to get the body's um, stem cells to open up, to get the trash out. A uh, combination of intermittent fasting and good sleep probably was covered almost 80% of maybe the, the ability for the body to reset itself. And it's simple. That's simple. It doesn't cost very much money either. That's science. And I'll tell you anecdotally from our own experience with patients is that one of the most effective weight, weight loss and wellness strategies has been a combination of intermittent fasting, what we do is we give them a 12-hour window to eat. Men, I think, like that because it, it allows them to exert a sense of control over when they can and can't eat. And then have them use an app. We, we like MyFitnessPal to um, track your calories. And then we try to give people a calorie target based upon their basic metabolic rate that we can kind of measure using a special scale in our office. So we might say, you have 12 hours to eat 1,900 calories and then don't eat after that. It allows men to exert control over their diet, and I think both affects the inflammatory aspects as well as the caloric restriction, as well as um, uh, you know ultimately leading to weight loss. It's a strategy that we put forth in a lot of our patients after they're initially diagnosed with cancer, especially if they're going for surgery. You know, that's a that's the common sense approach. We don't hear very much, very often, that uh, being able to control eating. Uh, unfortunately, some people can't go more than two or three hours without eating. So that's a sign that maybe there's some blood sugar problems there. Well, Ray, can't thank you enough for joining us today. Uh, All of our listeners, thanks a lot for joining us. You can find our podcast on Spotify uh, and uh, hopefully in more places. Uh, Donna, you want to take us out? Yep. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us at armormenshealth.com. Send any question you have to armormenshealth at gmail.com. And our phone number is 512-238-0762. That was a great show, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Thank you guys so much. Happy Sunday, everybody.